Down Out, a podcast about Disney animated film. I'm your host, Brooke. I'm your other host, Chase. Hello. Hello. And we are finally, finally, finally. 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 <laughs> going to talk about The Jungle Book. Yeah. I love how we say this suspensefully. Like, it's not going to be the title of the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so It's been a long here. journey. <laughs> it has been a long journey. We finally got here. Um, we got the DVD from eBay, so... And we watched it two days ago. Yeah, and then ran out of time to record for a variety of reasons. It was, there was a lot going on that day. <laughs> that was a lot. Um, but either way, we're here now, and we have the episode ready for you. Hooray! Um, yeah. So before we talk about Jungle Book, I know you're so on edge to hear what we have to say about it, but actually we have something more important to cover first. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about... Disney's Oscar wins. It was actually really disappointing for Disney this year. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Uh, They had something like 19 nominations. They won Best Costume Design, Black Panther. Best Production Design, Black Panther. Bohemian Rhapsody won so many sound awards and it's not fair. Yeah, well, anyway. Uh, Best Animated Short, Bow, which I loved. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was so great watching Oh, and Best Original Score, Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. So, original score, original costumes, and what was the other one for Black Panther? Um, production design. Production design. And then they won Anime Short. Yeah. And that wraps it up for Disney. Mary That's Poppins it. went what? home with nothing. Which sucks. Also, <laughs> um, Emily Blunt wasn't even there. They had Bette Midler sing the song. Oh. Which I thought was so weird. I was like, where is the Blunt Krasinski family tonight? They have two films nominated for stuff, because mm-hmm. uh, Quiet Place was nominated for a bunch of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But neither of them were there. Maybe and they had somewhere better to be. Maybe they didn't think they were going to win anything. Maybe. And they just well, like, you'd think that they would at least want, want to be there to sing instead of giving it to Bette Midler. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, I mean. Know. Best. It wasn't the one they wanted to be nominated. Like yeah. Disney wanted the Triple Light Fantastic. The, 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 the Triple Light Fantastic. I almost said Flantastic, which is a <laughs> Kingdom Hearts thing. <laughs> but uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my mom was like, Adam and like, maybe they just wanted to be home with their kids. And I'm mm-hmm. like, they go to other awards? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who I knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It's not my business to know where John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are at all the t- at all the times. That's fair. <laughs> it is not. Um, and since we didn't really have a mini so last week, I figured we could spend a little bit of time on Disney news. Yeah. Um, basically, the big Disney news. Did you hear about Star Wars? Park date is May 31st. Yeah. Yeah, May 31st. Uh, Star Wars. And I guess they're doing it like it's a separate ticket. Not that you pay for a separate ticket. You just have to reserve it. You have to reserve a space, which... That's fair. Yeah, you know, I was wondering, like, man, it's just gonna be hell. That's... Can we say that? <laughs> Saying I was just pretty sure it was gonna be hell. Um, it's gonna be Tatooine in the summer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that made you laugh. <laughs> well, you see, like, my, my other D&D group the other day, I don't remember what joke I made, but everybody groaned, and it's like... And they said, Brooke... You just made a teacher joke, which is a subset of dad joke, and that's, oh man, and everybody, yeah, so we make, we make teacher jokes here. Yes, we do. It's true. What did I say to my kids the other day? So we're right by the field, so we can hear PE sometimes if they're being Mm -hmm. really loud, and 
There was just children screaming the other day because it's a junior high and children scream in junior high and it's PE. So my students were literally like they could not focus on their assignment. And so I was like, guys, PE is murder. We all knew that. Let them die alone. <laughs> and they like, stared at me with these big eyes. This chase. Like, yeah, what's she gonna do about it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, teacher jokes are great. I love them. I mm -hmm. love when your kids don't get them. Oh, I had one kid. It was like it was the Monday after John Mulaney's Saturday Night Live appearance. Mm -hmm. This last recent one, and some kid was making some stupid jokes, and I was like, I know you think you're the next John Mulaney, but you're not. And then like three kids were like, ah, and then the rest of the class was like, Who's John Mulaney? Ah, like, oh, you're so small. I forget. I am very small, and I have no money, <laughs> so you can see the kind of pressure I am under. I should be allowed to write, I don't know. <laughs> um. I have not watched that episode yet, but my brother was like, you have to watch. They did a Chad bit, and they know I, I, I love Pete Davidson's Chad character, <laughs> and so they did a bit with John Mulaney coming to kill Chad. Oh, man. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it yet, either. And Idris Elba. Oh, ooh. Yeah. ooh! Promoting Fast and Furious was probably. Yeah. I don't. Care. Or sorry, it is not Fast and Furious. It is from the Fast and Furious universe. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know. I don't care what he's promoting. <laughs> That's fair. I just remember we were sitting in the theater because we went to see Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. I had already seen the trailer, so I already knew what it was. Um, but it's just. Idris Elba, and so, like, the two girls I was with, who know nothing about Fast and Furious, were like, hello, Idris Elba? What is this? And then I was like, ooh, wait for it, wait for it, and then he's like, oh, I'm the bad guy, and then it's like, Hobbs and Shaw, and they were like, this may be the first Fast and Furious movie I ever go see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Next, James Bond. Please. Oh, were we, talk were we talking about who would make great James Bond? Um, maybe. Uh, may have been with Brie. But we were talking about, like, who would make good James Bond and who would make bad James Bond. I guess, so, oh, it must have been with Brie because she's the one who knows these things. There are four guys up for the new James Bond. Mm -hmm. All of them are white. Because mm. this is Britain. And guess what, Britain? You're still racist. <laughs> anyway, um, there's four guys up. Bonds. I think Tom Hiddleston is up for it. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I know, right? Like, would I die or would it be bad? I don't. I can't decide. Cause like, or like if like even if it was bad, I might still die. Cause it's okay. Hiddleston so, Bond. When you Google who is the next James Bond, Idris Elba is still the number one result. Give the people what they want. Oh yeah, I heard Please. about I heard about Cillian Murphy. Yeah, uh, which is yes. like Killian Murphy. Killian, I don't, I don't care. I've anyway, I, I mean, have some opinions on that. Okay, <laughs> um, but so what I'm gonna say is, oh, Idris Elba is on this list actually. Is he? Is he really? Oh, he is. Idris Elba is on this list. Okay, so this is a list from four days ago from Esquire. Um, Idris Elba is top of the list, which is kind of cool. Tom Hardy. I would like that very much. <laughs> Are you looking at the answers in my... No, I'm just... I'm looking at myself because no. I'm a California girl. Yeah, I do the same thing. Um, yeah, Tom Hardy. I could, like, I could see Tom Hardy, but, like... Tom Hardy doesn't... I don't know if he can pull the, like, the classy exactly. off. Exactly. Like, I like him scruffy. So scruff. Okay. Yeah. No. Tom Hiddleston, who would make a 
way better villain. Yes. Tom Hiddleston would be a great Bond yes. villain. And I also feel that way about Killian Murphy. I feel yeah. like Killian Murphy would also make a I good... Have, I mean, like, I think the last thing, like, I sat down, I, like, I went to a theater and saw him in... I don't remember the name of it anymore, but it was, like, an airplane thriller where he was trying to kill a lady, and that's... Killian what, Murphy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's an old movie. Red Eye. Yeah. I, some... I weirdly saw that. I don't know why, but, Cause, yeah. Because Killian Murphy's got blue eyes. He does. <laughs> I saw him... No, it wasn't him. It was a guy from Downton Abbey. But Killian Murphy's in Peaky Blinders, which is mm-hmm. on my to-watch list, because that accent, though. Love me that thick Irish... So good. Anyway, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones, who I I don't watch that. I don't go. I don't there. watch that either. But he's um, he's the prince in Cinderella, right? No, no. Is he? Is he? I think he is. No. Let me. What? No, that one hundred percent is. That's prince. What? That's prince Kit. That's Kit. Oh, it is Kit. Wow. Mhm. Ah, he's so boyish though. I know. He'd be a very boyish James Bond. I know. Yeah, I don't mm. think. I don't, that doesn't seem like a good fit either. There's Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. James Norton. Who? Um, nothing I've seen according to this list. Uh, based on the picture they have for him, um, I could see it. Uh, let's see. Here, let me. Which actor? I'm gonna come around to your side of the table so I. Can oh, look he was at in War and Peace. Who did he play in War and Peace? Um, IMDb. He has. A very square face. He has a very square... Oh, I don't like that face. That's an unflattering no, picture. No, it is. Um, of course he played Andre in War and Peace. Oh, my favorite character. But no, it's, it's, it's a good face. Yeah, yeah. I could see him doing a good job. Um, oh, he was in Belle. Ooh, I always wanted to see that. Me I too. never got to. Same. Um, oh, he's in The Latest Little Women cool. as John Brooke. I don't know enough about Little Oh, that's women. who, that's the, that's the guy that Meg marries. I don't remember anything except Joe's the tomboy. I, honestly, I wouldn't remember anything either, except when I still had film struck, I was like, okay, mm. I'm not crazy about Little Women, but I gotta watch the Katherine Hepburn one. For people who are into Black Mirror, he plays Ryan Pound in the Nosedive episode. Um, other than that, yeah, he did the War and Peace miniseries, which I need to go watch because I love Andre Bolkonski. Uh, that's about it. He has not done a whole lot. Oh, death comes to Pemberley. Well, he mm. is not very much older than us, too. Mm. Oh, he's in an episode of Doctor Who. He's in the Cold War episode. Fascinating. Is that? That is not one I have seen. It's the one where, I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah. It's the one where, um, Clara, and I guess, I can't remember if it's Matt Smith or Capaldi. Yeah, I haven't seen um, it. Yeah, but it's a Clara Oswin episode where they're on a submarine, um, and then there's a Martian okay. that they find in the sub. So they're in the middle of the Cold War, and so there's nukes, and like maybe they're going to launch the nukes, and it's a Russian sub, mm-hmm. and then at the same time there's like a Martian in the mm-hmm. ice, and that's why it's the Cold War, and they're both like... T- anyway, it's yeah. actually a pretty good episode. Cool. So... Jungle Book... <laughs> Alright, so Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. 1967. 1967, which is the first film to be released after Walt's death, Mm -hmm. and is considered the last film of the Silver Age, right? I think so. 
because it's the last one that yeah. Walt worked on. But we talked about in Aristocats how he worked on Aristocats. Yeah, and I'm trying uh, to remember. I think I saw a bit for something else that he worked on, too. I'm sure. I don't know what we have left. Because um, we haven't watched any other animated films. Yeah, that's true. Um, our um, last feature was Aristocats. So we got another we got another Reitherman joint up here. Yeah. Love my boy Reitherman. Mm-hmm. And his son. Cast another son. Different son. Different son than the two who played Warwick. And actually, I, I was looking at his IMDb. He's a cinematographer now. Oh, really? That's kind of cool. Yeah. We were we, we have speculated about this for a while. It does open with a book. It does open with a book. We also talked about the opening credits, mm-hmm. which were just panning on yeah. scenic art. Yes. Very um, Sword in the Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, not really concept art, I didn't feel no. like. Because I think it kind of, like, faded in, like, oh, this is going to be the background for our first shot. Right. Oh, we also did our Robin Hood feature. I forgot that that one got posted already. Um, But anyway, so Robin Hood's definitely a Dark Age film, Mm -hmm. which we didn't really talk about in that episode. No. But I think this is going to have to be our episode where we talk about Silver Age and Dark Age and what that means. Anyway, sorry. Um, So it opens with a book. Beautiful art, opening credits. Mm -hmm. And um, so we have Bagheera. He's like... One time I found a baby, mm-hmm. and I'm not fit to parent alone, so I gave him to some people who had just had a bunch of kids already. Yeah. Or some okay. wolves. I was wondering how long it would take me to go into my, I don't like Bagheera spiel, because the whole movie, I just felt like I didn't like Bagheera at all. He weirds me out. Don't like it. Did not take me long to go into it. I'm going to start with, <laughs> he finds a baby in the woods, and like you said, gives it to a family who has a bunch of babies, and then he, like, hangs around. Like, the wolves are having their council, and Bagheera's just sitting there, chilling on a branch. He's like, just I'm, watching. I'm his godfather, probably. But, like, Mowgli's dad isn't even in the council. The council calls him, mm-hmm. uh, Rama is his name, yeah. right? So, like, hey, Rama, like, we gotta tell you what we decided. He's not involved in the decision-making of his son, but Bagheera's involved? Like, what does Bagheera do with his life? He just, like, hangs around with other people, like, doing nothing. He says he takes walks with Mowgli, but, like, doesn't actually... I mean, I guess he couldn't he's nurse like, Mowgli. He's like a like, deadbeat dad. He's kind of like the deadbeat dad. When, and Rom, like, when at first we were, when we were seeing, like, the wolves find the baby basket, is like, the mom's, like, instantly like, oh, yeah. another baby! And we're like, oh, no. Like, reluctant dad, single reluctant dads are always, like, boom, right in there, I'm your dad now. Mm-hmm. But married reluctant dads are reluctant all the way through adulthood. But but Rama, no, he is the one good reluctant married dad. Yeah, he's not even reluctant. He's just like, a baby? Okay. He's very Mr. Weasley about the whole thing. Yeah! <laughs> like, oh, we have another one. Okie dokie. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Yeah, my notes are fairly sparse. Most of my okay. notes I took in my brain are yeah, about Yeah, you are you are working on a very important on a very important cosplay. Very important. But um so we open with like the wolves and they're very worried mm-hmm. about Shere Khan. Um and I just don't like Bagheera. He's like, oh, I'll take him to the man village. Literally, they get like five minutes in and Bagheera's like, I'm going to abandon you and I didn't tell you where we're going and like, I just am a general... (laughs) I don't like him. (laughs) Like, he's terrible with children and is like very self-important. 
And sanctimonious is the word I was going to use. A good word, yeah. He's very sanctimonious about everything, and the narrative never corrects him. There's never a moment where mm-hmm. someone calls Bagheera out for being garbage. There's a point where he literally leaves Mowgli alone in the woods. Like, hello, Rama was really concerned about his son. Mm-hmm. Should you, like, not, like, you made a promise to Rama, at the least, to mm-hmm. take his kid to this village. You are mm-hmm. responsible mm-hmm. for this son who has loving parents even if they're wolves doesn't mean you get to abandon him in the woods really didn't like Bagheera yeah <laughs> and um yeah leaves, yeah he leaves him alone mm-hmm. and then he and then they're like and then in comes Ka voiced by Sterling Holloway yay our boy I really actually this is one of those weird nostalgia things was like all of the sound effects around Ka mm-hmm. I just had this vivid like mm-hmm. sensory memory yeah of. like the eyes Mm-hmm. And then it was mostly the uh, springing mm-hmm. and the, like, creaking when he walks away mm-hmm. with the knot in his tail. Yeah. Which they u- reused. They did reuse it. Mm-hmm. And they also reused uh, Bagheera <laughs> looking surprised, yep. like, five times. Yep. Lots of, lots of reused animation. We didn't talk about how... That'd be a fun t-shirt. The Reitherman Recycle... <laughs> uh, something else with an R. Uh, Reitherman Recycle Riot. I don't know. <laughs> that would be cool. And there is one thing that I noted, and it bugged me throughout, that you did not see, and that's yes. fine. The movement of the characters in this, and then occasionally like some of the bigger objects, felt really off to me. Like I got the sense from some of from some of like some of these movements that were a little stiff or like seemed like they had been done over with a computer mm-hmm. cheaply but you know i was gonna suggest if you wanted we could watch like a youtube clip and see if it might have been like a my tv thing or like that might that i'm might. just curious like yeah. if you see um, it in so how about i want to be like you okay that that, um, that scene was one where i saw it a couple times all right so after watching a clip how do you feel i still think that like I don't know. We I guess we could have looked at the details of that one, seeing like what the transfer came from. Mm-hmm. But I didn't notice it in that YouTube clip the way that I did when we were watching it. Okay, so I wonder if it was just my TV, you know, like yeah, because we were watching a not high def disc on a high def TV mm-hmm. with a high def cable. Yeah, um, and there was it was like the previews, right? Were really small. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we were worried. Yeah, so it was just, like, it was not a good, pro- yeah. like, production form yeah. for what our disc was, so. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I had one question while uh, mm-hmm. Ka was trying to sort of get mm-hmm, Mowgli. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who has been cutting his hair the whole time? Because he's got a cute little bob. He has a really cute little bob with bangs. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I was, like, none of the animals can use tools. I mean, so. that, it, it was also. I mean, we'll 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 get to this again when we try to figure out why Tarzan doesn't have a beard or body hair. You know, <laughs> animating <laughs> and how a white guy came to naturally naturally get dreads. Well, it's because he doesn't wash his hair. Oh, okay, yeah, that'll do it. Oh, but also though, like speaking of Tarzan, honestly, this whole film, I just was like, Tarzan did it better. Uh, <laughs> Tarzan did it better. And honestly, I like the live-action Jungle Book better than this one. Okay, I haven't seen it. The story's way smoother in mm-hmm. the live-action Jungle oh, yeah. Book, for sure. Bagheera's not as careless in the live-action Jungle Book, which may have stemmed a lot of my, like, irritation mm-hmm. with Bagheera. I'm like, oh, wait, I know you can be better. I've seen you be better. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy the live-action Jungle Book. It feels smoother. This felt very disjointed as a film. Yeah. Like, 
Aristocats is way less disjointed than this one. Oh yeah. But anyway, so Cause introduced, sings a song, Trust in Me. And then... Oh wait, his Trust in Me song is later, right? Maybe? It's the second time we meet Cause. Yeah. This is trust in me. But either way, he's trying to get Mowgli to And then to uh, Mowgli's trying to run away because he doesn't want to leave the jungle. Mm -hmm. And he runs into Baloo the Bear, Capoeira Master. Because <laughs> <laughs> like... He runs into him and he's like, here, let me teach you how to fight. But the way that he moves kind of looks like capoeira. It kind of does, which I think is probably just the fluidness of the animation. Because yeah. it's very much supposed to be like boxing. It's the one-two punch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it's very, very sweet. And I feel bad for criticizing Baloo in Tailspin. Because he became a dad instantly. It was, there was zero reluctance. It was a, mm, orphan child, I am dad now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bagheera's your dad? Mm, no, I am your dad. Bagheera yeah. is a bad dad, I'm your dad. Yeah. Well, and then we get into, like, and then and then I think right around the time of Bare Necessities, we were like, wait, these are all Sherman Brothers songs. Mm -hmm. Which is why they have lasted. Yeah, Jungle Book has some of the best music, I think. Um, especially from this period. Oh, yeah. It's very, very good. Mm -hmm. Well, my, ne my next note is Baloo plus Bagheera forever. Oh, yeah. Baloo and Bagheera are so exes. Yeah, they are 100% exes. Mm -hmm. just, but, so. then, but then they were like, oh, we have the same kid? Well... <laughs> you need to watch Dragon Prince because... King Heron and Lord Viren are also totally exes, and it's like the exact same dynamic <laughs> of like, one's a good dad, one's a bad dad, <laughs> one adopts children that aren't his very, very well and very quickly, and they fight, and they're super exes. Anyway, yeah. Vigira and Baloo are ex-boyfriends, for sure. Mm -hmm. They even have, like, there's no romance in this film, right? Yeah. So the romantic moment by Moonlight, by the lakeside... Is a Bagheera and Baloo moment. Well, like, where Bagheera's trying to explain to Baloo, like, why can't we just leave him in the forest if, you know, we can protect him from Shere Khan? He's like, well, he has to grow up and do human things. You wouldn't marry a panther, would you? Yeah. And then Baloo's like, well, now no you No panther's ever asked me. <laughs> wink, like, wink. Wink, wink. And uh, my next <laughs> note is, do not make the subtext text. <laughs> yeah. Also, though, like... That could be such an underhanded comment of like, yeah, no Panthers ever asked me, yeah. why do you think we broke up, Bagheera? We were together for seven years. And you never asked. <laughs> <laughs> and I love this. Um, one thing I loved about the scene was that the sun was rising in the background and the color shifts were so the color subtle shift was really and good. beautiful. That it was, was so a really, good. really good scene. Overall, I wasn't super impressed with the animation in this film. Yeah. But that scene, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. There were lots of other, like, inconsistencies. Like, sometimes their eyes were swollen shut mm -hmm. in that scene. Yeah. And I I think I mentioned you this, mentioned this to you while we were watching, but I never felt like the characters interacted with the setting yeah. in a clear way. Like, yeah. it was very odd. Like, I, um, and there was one point where we I... We made this comment about Robin Hood, right? I think, maybe? So yeah, I think so. I think we did, yeah. Um... But anyway, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I may, I remember making a comment like one moment I thought looked really CG was one where it didn't really seem like the grass was moving. It just kind of felt like they were sliding the yeah. gear through a layer. Yeah. And I understand that that could have been CGI or it could have not not been, which is like how the style of it comes off. Right. Well, and like it probably literally was sliding through a layer. Yeah. But the one of the differences I think is I guess this is probably just not a Rytherman thing. He's a budget guy mm -hmm. from what we know of him mm -hmm. and to have your grass panel mm -hmm. over Bagheera 
it's gonna be like way more time and money to actually animate the grass. Oh yeah, totally. When you're sliding, and so how much improved would the effect be? And obviously, it wasn't mm -hmm. something that was important to recommend. Or they didn't have the budget for it. Yeah. Um, but it definitely like is one of those small things that like Edwin Earl would have never let slide. Yeah. Like he would have been way more on the like, no, this grass needs to have like way more detail and be moving as we mm -hmm. pan. Yeah. Um, and so this layer needs to be animated as well as sheer con yeah. layer. Um, and I just realized I want to be like you wasn't in my notes, so I don't know if mm. this was before or after the the sun the sunrise fight. It's after, because they have their black eyes. Oh, or it's yeah, before, yeah, yeah. I mean, because they have their black eyes from fighting off the monkeys. Mm -hmm. Which, um, I Want to Be Like You is one of the great songs. It's one of the most iconic Disney songs. Mm -hmm. I have some beef with it. Please. The monkeys are the only jive characters. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not great. That's not a good look. Yeah, Baloo's more of a hippie than jive. Yeah. 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 And it's, like, one of those things where you're, like, is it bad mm -hmm. or is it just unfortunate? Well, I mean, but also the whole thing is based on Rudyard Kipling. Which is bad. Very bad. <laughs> that's a yikes. That's a can of yikes. <laughs> um, so. like he, I think he even made Teddy Roosevelt go yikes sometimes, which is <laughs> saying something. That's a lot. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't know, Rudyard Kipling and Teddy Roosevelt is, like, one of those friendships, like, where how you, how you picture Hemingway and Fitzgerald. It's mm. like, you have the big guy, and then you have the little guy, and you're mm. like, how are they friends? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, as great as I want to be like you is, it's hard for me to love it. I understand. Yeah. Um, for me, it's one that I think, I think it's one of the ones that my dad sings mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Or he did when I was growing up, and so... Um, and because I grew up in a jazz family, like, I hadn't quite realized that. I was like, hey, jazz! Yeah, yeah. I do love the little capuchin. Mm -hmm. He's so funny oh, and adorable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, a good, it's a good gag, and it, and it reveals um, King Louis' desire for, mm -hmm. for control in, mm -hmm. in a very fun way. Yeah, definitely. Um, since so you haven't seen live-action Jungle Book, in live-action... They wanted Louie to be much more of a scary figure. Um, so they cut the song because mm -hmm. you can't have your scary figure mm -hmm. sing a song like that. Um, but he's like this giant like mob boss orangutan. Yeah. And it's actually really cool. Like I remember hearing like, oh no, they cut an iconic song. And then I watched it and I was like, oh no, that's pretty good. They did a good job with Here, that. I'm going to look at the cast list for the live action. Ooh, please do. Bill Murray is Baloo. Mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley is Bagheera. Mm -hmm. Andrew Silva is Shere Oh, yeah. fan friggin' tastic Lupita Nyong'o as Raksha, mm -hmm. the wolf mom. Mm -hmm. Scarlett Johansson is Kong? Yeah. She yeah. did a very good job. Oh, yeah. That sounds um. like it. Giancarlo Exposito as Aquila. Oh, Christopher Walken is King Louie. <laughs> mob boss, grand godfather, King Louie. <laughs> oh, boy. And that's all the big names. The kid did amazing. I don't oh, yeah. his name. Um, and Neil Sethi. He did a great job. Um, I would vote for him to play the next Harry Potter, but he's already getting too old, mm -hmm. sadly. But he would have made a great Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Harry Potter is Indian, y'all. He is. He's Indian. You can't take that away from me. And Hermione is black. Hermione is black. Ron is ginger. That's just Ron is ginger. the way of the world. Mm -hmm. um, but, actually, I have... But he's uh, an ally. <laughs> he's an ally. 
I have a portrait of James and Lily that Donica bought for me mm -hmm. with a black James. I love that one. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. I need to buy the black Harry that goes with mm -hmm. that same portrait mm -hmm. and just have them one on top of the other. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's my favorite artwork that I have. Mm -hmm. um, anyway. Um, and so Mowgli runs away again. Again, because Baloo, like, after Bagheera convinces Baloo, like, Baloo's like, okay, and so then he tries to tell Mowgli, and Mowgli runs away again, which is very much the, like, do, like... <laughs> he's like, he tries so hard not to tell he's, him, he's like, I'm so sad I have to leave him behind. such bad parenting, though. Like, that's bad parenting. You can't lie to them. Mm -hmm. And, like, I get there are times where you have to lie to your kids. And it's fine, but something like this is not something you just lie to your kid yeah, about. You know, not just be like, let's go on a walk. Mm, JK, we're never going home. Mm -hmm. What? That's awful. Yeah, and for like a 10-year-old, that's going to be a big deal. Yeah. I don't even think he's supposed to be 10. I think he's supposed to be. Oh, no, they say he's 10. Yeah. They do say he's they 10. Said, yeah. They talk about 10 years passing. Yeah. Anyway, bad parenting. Mm -hmm. um, don't lie to your kids about things. They'll be like, we're going to get in the car. And we're just going for a drive. Oh, JK, we're moving. Yeah. We live in a new house you, now. You can only do that if you're taking them to an amusement park. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. No, I I did that before. Um, the last time that the whole family had passes, um, my, my parents let me know in advance. And then we were, we were like, we're, but we're going to tell your little brothers that, mm. we're, that there's a new zoo in Fullerton or whatever. And they were so like, ugh. <laughs> and then we pull up and they're like, ugh. <gasps> I have a roll of film somewhere with their reactions, Aww. and I've never gotten it developed, and they're probably terrible because that was a bad camera, Aww. but I should develop it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. If Those are things you can lie to your kids about. If that's the same roll of film, even. Anyway. Yeah, and so he runs into some vultures. Who are based on the Beatles. But their song, they don't have a, they don't have a Beatles-type song. It's more no. barbershop, so, like, they talk like the Beatles, and they sound more like the Beach Boys. Yeah. And we watched a deleted song. Like, it was the same lyrics, but yeah. it had a much more Beatles-y yeah. thing. But it, there, was a, it, there was an issue with time or budget or something. Something. And that but didn't make the it. Sherman Brothers could write a rock and roll song. Sherman Brothers can write anything. Anything. Sherman Brothers can do whatever the Sherman Brothers want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know why this song was cut. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, and then Shere Khan shows up. And he is spooky. Um, I was trying to think if this was the saddest villain introduction so far. Because, like, it's just kind of him in the grass. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, he's listening to... Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about the elephants, because they're not in my notes. Oh, we skipped the elephants. Those ones are boring. The elephants are boring. The little one's cute. The little one is cute. The elephants are... Again, something Tarzan did better was the elephants. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we, when we meet Shere Khan, he's, like, creeping through the grass... And then he's almost, like, animated in a comical way as he's listening in. Yeah. And he's not super threatening. Yeah. Um, he, well, and his face looks a little bit like Prince John. It does. I mean, it's Milk Hall, again. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't really impressed with Shere Khan. And, like, like Prince John is a comical villain, yeah. so I was never, like, thinking about well, his Well, they got good, the voice for Shere Khan was really oh, good, though. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, so good. So good, like... Idris Elba level good. Mm -hmm. But just the way he was introduced and animated, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm really disappointed. You spend the whole movie building up yeah. Shere Khan. And then 
Oh, he's just kind of sitting there in the grass, mm -hmm. eavesdropping. I mean, and he's... There's still a sinister element to him, but it's not worthy of the buildup that they've no, had since minute five. Yeah, like literally the whole film has been Shere Khan, Shere Khan, Shere Khan. I mean, like if a big old bear and panthers and wolves are scared of this thing, then yeah, like and like the way he treats Mowgli when they do finally meet is good, but even Mowgli's not scared. Yeah, it's very Bond villainy. Yeah, like where he he's too he's too smooth, he's too polite. But it's not even that. It's nobody else's. Mowgli, Mowgli is not terrified of this tiger. Mm -hmm. Shows me that he's not intimidating. Mm -hmm. Like, even though Mowgli spent the whole movie being like, oh, I can take care of myself. Like, how much more powerful would it yeah, have been? Yeah, if he would actually be got scared. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, just, and I guess the idea is that, like, you know, there's the, at the end, there's the fight and the lightning strike, and mm -hmm. he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm I'm a human now. I'm going to use fire. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't feel earned. No, and I think like a lot of no. What I did didn't... did anybody grow in this movie? Mowgli goes to the human village because a girl. That's growth. I mean, like this is one of those. This is what I feel is characteristic of a dark age Disney film. Is that the story and characters just aren't as strong and mm -hmm. dynamic. The music is still fantastic. The animation is still on point. Like, we talked about how good Milk Call is at mm -hmm. character design, and there's still great character design in this film. Mm -hmm. And the way the characters move is fantastic, but it just doesn't have the charisma yeah. of the Golden Age. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I didn't feel that way about Aristocats. I loved Aristocats. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Aristocats is four years later. Mm hmm. So maybe. Like, maybe they were just having a harder time, like... With Jungle Book as a story? Yeah, or, like, beca or because it, it wasn't developed as long without Walt. Like, and, I'm, and, and we've argued before that judging Disney movies based on Walt's involvement is tricky. Right, well, because Jungle Book, like, Walt had more involvement in Jungle Book than he did in Aristocats. That's true. And certainly well, more they, than in Robin Hood. Well, but they had more time to figure out what they how, how to work without him by then. I guess that's fair, but... Wasn't Jungle Book mostly finished under Walt? It was just released uh, after his death. So it's possible, yeah. And I mean, like Walt was very old. How much involvement did he have for mm -hmm. the last couple of films? Yeah. Like we know that he watched Sword and Stone. Yes. Yeah, like, this feels on the level of Sword in the Stone. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It does not feel on the level of Robin Hood or Aristocats. Mm -hmm. Well, and then at the end, there's the big fight. And Baloo is down. Oh, yeah. That was actually a really sweet scene. I thought it was so funny because Bagheera literally, like, gets a greater love half done. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> there's organ music in the background! <laughs> yeah. It was a very, very dramatic funeral for Baloo the bear. Mm-hmm. And we learned very quickly that, that Baloo is... Is not dead. Not he's, he's just watching this nice funeral. He's like, ha, Bagheera still cares about yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm great. <laughs> yeah. Very, very sweet scene. And it was probably my favorite scene of the whole movie. Yeah. And then, I, and then you know, there's the girl who is, her singing voice is definitely, like, a woman. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. It felt very Wendy, darling. Yeah. And so Mowgli goes with her. And then Baloo and Bagheera kind of, like, arm and, like, arms over shoulders singing bare necessities walking away mm -hmm. into the sunset 
Yeah. There is no subtext here. No. Do you want to talk about how awkward the girl's song is, though? Yeah. It's like, mom is in the home cooking, dad's out hunting, I go get water. Someday, someday I'll have a husband, I'll be in the home, and I'll have a daughter who go gets the yeah. water. It was very weird. It was. And, like, I mean, this is 1967, mm-hmm. so it felt very much like a, this Indian tribe is sexist because it's old. I mean, or, like, trying to, sh- trying to like, hold on to some sort of traditional thing. But it, I think it felt more like, yeah, it's this culture, like, this isn't us. Yeah. Which is why she's singing about it, rather than yeah. it just being, like... An assumed thing. Yeah. Either way, it was just a very uncomfortable song. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, cool. And, like, the whole ending is just odd and awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about how the actual Jungle Book story goes. I don't either, and I don't want to. Uh, it's fair. I might, actually, it might be one of my, uh, my mom has, like, a really nice hardcover collections of a lot of the classics, and that's mm. how I read a lot of the classics, mm-hmm. and so... Jungle Book might be in there. I might just have never read it. Also, so the big the big one that I always think of is Little Women. I read it when I, I read the whole thing when I was eight. I've tried to reread it many many times since then, and I have not been able to do it. I Little Women's boring. Never got into it as a kid. I found it boring as a kid. Haven't tried it as an adult. Don't really have an interest in doing. And so. there's I'm seeing I've been seeing ads for a version where it's like the same story but modern. I'm like you cannot do that. It's extremely of its moment. Yeah. Like, Austin, you can update. Alcott, yeah. you can't. Mm-mm. I don't think you could. Um, there's a 2019 Little Woman coming out. It's like the miniseries, right? This says film. Mm. And it's got an Emma. I don't remember which one. Comes out Christmas this year. Um, Sophia Coppola? Saoirse Ronan, Ronan is playing Joe. Okay. And it's got Emma Watson as Meg. Mm-hmm. Oh, Timothy Chalamet is in it. As who? Uh, Lori. Yeah, that makes sense. Meryl Streep is Aunt March. <laughs> that would be fantastic. James Norton, John Brooke, which I mentioned earlier. Uh huh. Um, somebody I know from this list. Yeah, go for it. I'm not who oh, Bob or- Odenkirk is probably gonna be old. Is probably gonna be old man Lawrence, and that'll be fun. Laura Dern is Marnie. That'll be great as the mom. Oh, uh, Greta Gerwig directing. Cool, cool. Greta Gerwig, what have you done? Lady Bird. Ah, Lady Bird. And then she was, I think she's, I don't know how much she's directed, but I know she, I think she's acted too. Mm -hmm. She's done a lot of acting. Yeah. Uh, A lot of voice acting. Frances Ha. Anyway. Where were we? Little Woman's coming out. (laughs) (laughs) At Christmas. Um, Jungle Book ending is blah. Yeah. Yeah. But did you like the movie? I think overall I didn't. It's not one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the music. Yeah. I love that it's gay. Mm-hmm. I love the ending scene with mm-hmm. Baloo. That's it. Or well, Shere Khan's voice. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a movie with good things, but that don't add up to a good movie. Right, right. That's, yeah, that about sums it up. It's got some good things in it, and it just isn't one of my favorites. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. George Sanders. He was in Rebecca, which was the only Hitchcock film ever to win Best Picture. Ooh. And I saw the beginning of it, and it was, you know, Hitchcock has pretty much always done thrillers, mm-hmm. but I did not finish it. Oh. I do like Hitchcock films. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, he's in the picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, that's right. We talked about this Mr. Freeze. We talked about what we're watching. He was the original Mr. Freeze on he's TV. He's the original television Mr. Freeze. This is the voice of Shere Khan. I don't think I clarified yeah. that when I was mm -hmm. looking him up. Um, yeah, he has a real long credit list. Well, he plays King Richard the First in a film about King Richard the First. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. God, you gotta love the 40s. Just making movies left mm -hmm. and right. You sign a contract, you make three to five pictures every year. No breaks. He made eight films in 1940. Holy cow. Well, when right. you're a bit player, you can do that, yeah. That's fair. Anyway, George Sanders. Bye-bye. Great it, voice. Yes. It's a movie. It's a movie. I think, like, I can see why people love and enjoy it. Yeah. It's one of their favorite Disney films. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I just, the writing didn't do it for me. Yeah, that's fair. And it was, it was fun. Yeah. All right. Um, next week? Next week. I believe next week will be our bed knobs and broomsticks. I should double check the calendar. Yeah, we should double check. We've been recording a lot of stuff out of order, and yep. it's we've been a tiny bit disorganized here at Drawn Out. Uh, a little bit. We don't gotta tell them that. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> Sorry. I tell my students. Sorry to open the kimono with everybody. <laughs> uh, my students have to do presentations, and they're like, I don't know, like what I'm doing. I'm like, I don't care. You fake it. Just fake it. Pretend you do, and no one will know the difference. Oh, we have a mini-sode next week. We haven't decided what we're watching next week, though, for our mini-sode. Mm. So. <laughs> we'll figure it out. You guys know how organized we are. It says mini-sode. Chase has it on VHS. That's what those notes say. That's not accurate. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so next week will be a mini-sode. We'll pick a short, we'll watch a short, we'll talk about some Disney news. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> we should actually do um, our closing things. Well, yeah, and if you want to contact us, you can um, you can email us at drawnoutcast at gmail.com you could find Ooh, us shaking it up we never lead with the email <laughs> and you can find us on twitter and instagram at drawnoutcast and then you can find me personally at brooke and mimi see how much smoother that is and me at chaser too <laughs> well because we used to do it you would do the like you can find us on twitter and instagram at drawnoutcast and then i would say you can email us at drawnoutcast at gmail.com and then you would say you can find me personally, Brooke and Mimi. Well, but then we know, but then we've established that it's still Twitter and Instagram. We haven't switched over to email. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I was just, that's how we used to do it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, find us online. We love having social media mm -hmm. chit chats, mm -hmm. even if we're not super great about updating the social media. We're do. I'm doing better. I'm starting to retweet <laughs> the 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 Disney stuff that I would usually keep to myself. I'm putting it on that account. Good. There was a really good one today about Portobello Road versus Portobello Toad. Oh, that's good. There was a good one that. Oh, you sent me all of the Ming Wan. Ming-Na Wen. Ming-Na Wen. I almost said Ming-Wen not, but Ming-Na Wen things. I don't know if we tweeted them. No, I did not because I found them on Facebook. Ah, boo. So, I mean, and I guess that's something we can get into on our mini-sode. This is true. Yeah, I'm going to make a note of that. But anyway, yeah, follow us on Twitter. We retweet Disney News. Did we retweet the Maleficent thing? Ah, uh, yes, we did. All right, so we'll talk more about that next time. Also, we may... How do we feel about seeing Dumbo? Yeah, you'll do that. It's coming soon. Well, I am probably going to be out of town the weekend it comes How? out. 
dare you, Brooke? This is our job. <laughs> this is what the people pay us to do is to go see. You want to know how tired I am? I meant to Google the Dumbo release date. Would you like to know what I just Googled? What did you just Google? I Googled Brooke because I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> Sorry that I have two friends weeks. who live too far away. Two weeks. Mm -hmm, the 29th? 28th. Let's go the 28th. I will not be in town. Why? Because it's spring break, and I have friends you to go see in other real states. You have spring break. My spring break's not till April. Yeah. Ugh, fine. I'll go see it by myself. I won't. It's WonderCon weekend. Well, hey guys, if uh, you want to hit up Brooke in Utah. <laughs> Do that, I guess. The weekend demo comes out. Go see it with Brooke since I won't be there. Or you can come to WonderCon and hang out with me. Because I'll be at WonderCon that weekend. And that and your cosplay is going to be so good. I'm probably going to be dope. Both my cosplays are going to yes. be dope. I'm Cho Chang, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been like probably our most drawn out closing. For ever. sure. <laughs>